Christians now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. The horses are at the gate. And they're off. Welcome to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. With the weekend coming up, this is the spot to be for news, handicapping, and spotlights featuring the winners behind horse racing today. Now, here's your host, Ed Meyer. Good evening and welcome to Winning Ponies. I'm your host, Ed Meyer. And we're going to be here each and every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time or 5 Pacific Time, depending on which side of the coast you're on. And we're going to be talking horses. We're going to have special guest callers in my favorite part of the action. That is... Pure power play handicapping. So this is all about ponies, winning ponies, that is. And it's really easy to dial up. And I say give them a dial up at www.winningponies.com. And right out of the gate, right out of the gate, I'm going to give you a question to actually win something from winning ponies. All you have to do is dial us up at 1-888-346-9144. Once again, 1-888-346-9144. Here is the question of the week, Winning Ponies, and you get a cool Winning Ponies t-shirt. Tell me, who was DQ'd and then the new winner in Saturday's November 29th at Aqueduct, the Cigar Mile? Who was DQ'd and then who was the new winner? If you dial us up at 1-888-346-9144 and you have the correct answer, you will be the winner of a cool, cool looking shirt. We might even throw in a lid. You know what? And they got some pretty good-looking material there. And a matter of fact, I've got one on right now, and it is looking very good. Just to tell you a little bit about myself, I'm an avid player. I love to play it. Over 20-plus years, I've worked in racing, right around 20 years. Uh, maybe give or take. I might be dating myself there, but uh, I've qualified. I've won some handicapping contests. And to put it in a barrel with a bottom, I love racing just as you do. And hopefully we're going to have some fun. We're going to talk with some interesting personalities. I mean, some really cool people, owners, trainers. We're going to talk to some racing secretaries. We're going to get behind the scenes of the racing, just not kind of skim over the top, because we're going to do more than just give out winners. We're going to put you in the driver's seat of the show. And remember, this is your show, and you can dial us up at 1-888-346-9144. Drop an opinion on us, and I love to hear anybody that has a hot horse out there, because... We can always use a hot play. But anyway, I'm going to be talking to a lot of interesting personalities. I think you're going to like that because we're going to have one on the second segment of the show, and you're not going to want to miss that. And we are going to try to put some green in your jeans. That's what it's all about, the bottom line. So to call in, get on board, just join in the fun. Just give us a call, 888-346-9144. And don't forget, if you want to win a Winning Ponies T-shirt, all you have to do is tell me who was DQ'd. But then again, you have to tell me who is the new winner of last Saturday, November 29th, the At Aqueduct in the Cigar Mile. So if you're paying attention, you are going to take home some Winning Ponies goods. Winning Ponies, just a little bit about them. They are a state-of-the-art handicapping site. They produce reliable, affordable materials that make playing the races a whole lot of fun. I mean, a whole lot of fun. It's really easy to use, and uh, they're not a betting site. You don't have to worry about making your wagers. 
They are there to provide you with some guidance, some, some handicapping. They're doing your homework for you, and they're actually doing the elimination process for you because you don't have the time. You don't have the, the hours to put into it, but actually this is what they do, and they do it very well. It's very user-friendly. It's unique, and it can be used from new players all the way up to your seasoned veterans, handicappers, and, and I say this with all open heart here. It is very easy to use because it is all very self-explanatory. And you can dial it up yourself, www.winningponies.com, and just take a look because you had to take a look. A little bit of what they are about, what they, what they have, they, they have some competitive pricing. Most, most uh, systems, they will charge you for the entire card, whether there's one race, two race, or the entire card. Winning Ponies charges $7.50 per card, or if the races are already in progress, you get, pro, you get prorated. It's only going to cost you $0.75 cents a race. So that's kind of nice there. You're not going to get dinged right out of the gate. You're not, not going to be starting off losing by paying the entire amount, which is really great. And they call these winning credits. So you can purchase these. There's no obligation where a lot of systems, they make you actually use them in the first three months, and if not, you lose this, you lose that. You play... You pay when you want to. There's no obligation. They're called winning credits. They're 75 cents a piece, and they're very easy to use. And they're there, and they're ready when you are ready to get your game on. So with the competitive pricing, and you like that? How about preferring to analyze your races in depth? Not only are they going to provide you with some color-coded tiering, and when I say that, they break them down into Tier 1, the top horses they like, Tier 2, Horses with a little bit of a price. Now, these are the ones that are going to kind of ratchet up a little bit in their third tier. They're going to be a different color. And these are the ones that make our exactest tries and supers really sing and zing and really get it up and going there. So you're going to want to take a look at that because it's really easy to use. And they have a past year of, of, of all their picks from all the tracks. No purchase necessary. Just create a free account. Browse. Take a look. And there's something called Biggins, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit. But the Biggins, no, it's not some crazy man's magazine. But the Biggins are exactly what they are about. Winning Ponies breaks runners into a, a, an easy tiered format, which lets you see how the race breaks down and lets you, the handicapper, decide. You've already got the information at hand. And you've also got past performances, a full bevy of past performances, anything that uh, the Daily Racing Forum, a program would have to offer, you would actually have that as well. Also, there are easy-to-read banners. Now, this is the part that I really like, such as dropping in class. I love horses. This time they're running for 5000 Last time it was 10000 So that's kind of nice. You know, it's an easy-to-read banner. It's color-coded. It's right off to the side. You could not miss it. Medication changes, dropping in class should improve today. I caught one the other day. I caught one the other day. I was kind of between three horses and I saw one that said, should improve today. You know what I did? I went ahead and I threw five bucks on it. I only got back 15, but you know what? I caught it on the should improve banner, and it made it a whole lot easier. And it keys in on runners and the races. In the full pass performances, the odds, and all the information you need, it just made it that much easy. So once again, it is pretty easy to use. And it's, well, for the seasoned player, if you really just want an elimination process, this is really good for you. And if you're brand new, it really helps you get in the game. That part I love the most. But I'm going to tell you about the biggins. Got to tell you about the biggins. Everybody likes to talk about, hey, you know, I've had a big winner. 
Well, winning ponies actually post their winners. They, they have all their past prediction results. All you have to do is browse by month and track, and you can see what they've been doing. You know, they're not going to hide it. It's not going to go away after a day. It's right up there, and they want you to see what's actually been happening. But the big ones, this is what I love to talk about, the white-knuckle huge payoffs that are easily located. And to see the results, all you have to do is dial up www.winningponies.com, create your account. There's no purchase. There is nothing. There is nothing that's going to cost you. All you have to do is just actually take a look at it, and I think that you're going to be pretty astounded by some of these payoffs. Just uh, to name a few of what I've been actually seeing this past week, November 29th, the ninth race at Laurel, a $10,831 Superfecta key. <laughs> pretty sweet. November 30th, races one through four to pick four at Los Alamitos, the quarter horses. I mean, you talk about being tough to handicap. I mean, I, I really need some help here. They got a pick four for 23000 plus on November 30th. December 1st, they've got Calder. They've got a pick four for races five through eight, 1500 Also on the 1st of December, the 9th at Philly Park, $5,500 in a Superfecta key. December 2nd, the 8th race at Philly Park, a $1,900 try box. Winning ponies is not locked into just playing one track or one circuit or just one race. They are tuned in to all the tracks that you want to play, that you want to watch, and that you want to actually start studying, you want to look ahead, and you want to see what's out there. Winning ponies makes it that much easier. This, this past week alone, I, I love this. There was a pick six at Aqueduct. $5,800. I mean, that's not jump change. 5800 bucks is a pick six at Aqueduct. And there was a place pick all at Hollywood, $7,542. And then there was the huge pick four. I'm going to end it with this because it's that sweet. Los Alamitos, the pick four, $23,806. Doubly sweet. Really, really nice there. And then I have to tell you about a player who actually... It's going to be on the testimonial side. Yes, you can look it up and you can see what your fellow horse players are actually doing. Race number five, Turf Paradise. A player writes in and plays the third-tier selection. Now, remember, your first-tier selections are the horses they like. Depending on the price, these are the horses they like. They don't necessarily have to be favorites. Tier two, they, they're the second level of horses. Well, this player... Kind of went for it a little bit. Went down to Tier 3, and that's where you start swinging for the fences. And this player bets 10 across the board. The horse pays a whopping 64 bucks to win. Not a bad day at the office, if I have to say so myself. So Winning Ponies is not just locked in to really just one track, one race, one circuit. They can cover it all. So you're going to need to take a look at them. And I'm also going to toss this out once again because... If you're afraid to jump in, hey, shame on you because I love some good winning ponies material to actually be sporting around. All you have to do is tell me who was DQ'd and who was the new winner on Saturday's November 29th Cigar Mile at Aqueduct. All you have to do is call 1-888-346-9144, 888-346-9144. Tell me who was DQ'd, tell me who the winner, and you will go home with a nice winning color, winning, winning ponies, not winning colors. We all know who winning colors is. Winning ponies t-shirt and a really cool winning ponies cap. Yep, I'm going to toss it in there. I think it's really going to look good, and they're going to really look good as a pair on you. And 
I'm going to give you just a quick rundown of what happened last, last week in the big racing game. The babies were actually out there. If anybody caught old-fashioned, among the youngsters to actually watch, old-fashioned remained undefeated in three starts. And I'm going to tell you what, serve notice that he's going to be a player among the, the springtime's three-year-olds with a seven-and-a-quarter-length romp. I mean, he just, he just destroyed them in the $200,000 Remsen at Aqueduct. And the gray son of Unbridled uh, song shot right to the lead under Ramon Dominguez. I think this guy is one of the most underrated riders because one day you'll see him riding in New York, the next day you'll see him riding in Turf Paradise. This guy goes where the money's at. Dominguez never looked back. He said he looked back once because he was kind of afraid to see if he was the only guy in the race. He took a peek back. No one was there. He took off. It was really impressive. So this is the time of the year you're going to want to start looking at the babies. Also, another runner was Beethoven, composed a stalking pace in the $150,000 Kentucky Cup uh, stakes at Churchill Downs. I really, really like this race here. They beat the favorite Captain Candyman, who uh, couldn't hold the lead, but Beethoven rolled over them and really, really made it happen. So here's a couple of two-year-olds that I want you to put on your list right now. Old-fashioned Ramon Dominguez. Beethoven got it done for trainer John Ward and owner John Oxley in impressive fashion at Churchill Downs. These are two that really, really look good and really are some that you need to put on your two-year-old list because we're coming right into it. It's almost there. We're going to be the first year. We're going to be looking to next year. Well, it's time to head up to a break. When we return, we're going to have this week's special guest caller, and I think you're going to like it. So stay tuned. The winning ponies. Like the horns on my Silverado grill. And I buy the bar double round the crown. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. Stop goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Beauty, freedom, country, family. They're the values that make America strong and what our armed forces are fighting to defend. While many talk about these ideals without action, they are just empty words. If you think America's military families deserve more, log on to thanksusa.org. It's a great way to thank our troops and give military families the gift of education. Thanksusa.org. Scholarships for America's military families. You can make a difference. And they're off. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of Horstradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let winningponies.com make some money for you. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports your 
tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back once again to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer. We're going to be here each and every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time or 5 Pacific, depending on which side of the coast you're on. Right now, I'm sitting here watching Turfway Park race number seven. If you had rate, if you had your winning ponies right there by the side of you, you would have some action in hand and you would be ready to wager. I just love sitting there watching the races. Hey, I think we got our first man online here. It is Kevin from New Jersey. Going to take a shot, Kevin. Welcome to Winning Ponies. Hi, Ed. Uh, Harlem Rocker was taken down, and Tale of Akati was put up. Tell me, did you bet on Tale of Akati? No, I played him. I couldn't tell you how many times I played him. I didn't have him, no. I didn't have him this time. You want to hear the cry story of the week? I had Harlem Rocker. Oh, no. So you are right. Your Harlem Rocker was taken down, and then you got Tale of Akati in the cigar mile. But, I mean, it was Edgar Prado at his very best. Would you not agree? Yes, sir. Okay, you're just going to have to hang on, and what you're going to have to do is dial us up, and you can shoot me an email with all of your information. We're going to shoot you a very nice T-shirt. You know what we're going to toss in a lid, too. Does that sound good? Thank you very much, Ed. Hey, hey, Kevin, thanks so much for the call. Appreciate it. I'll be glued to to the radio. All right, thanks so much. We'll talk to you. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, this segment here is dedicated to our special guest of the week. And this special guest, he's a good friend, and he's one of the good guys of racing. And, you know, they're really, uh, they're really kind of hard to find nowadays. Uh, this guy has a bright future, and he's one of the good guys, as I said. Once again, Winning Ponies is pleased to welcome Tyler Picklesheimer. Hey, Tyler, how you doing? Good, good. How you doing, Ed? Very well, uh, uh, you know what, this is our first show for Winning Ponies, and we're kicking it off, and I couldn't think of a better guy to have on than one of the, the bright stars of the racing future. Uh, you, how's that? Does that make you feel a little nervous? <laughs> well, yeah, big shoes to fill, I guess. Uh, well, you know, I, I think you can do it. I've known you for so many years. And uh, can you tell our listeners about yourself and the many hats you fill? Sure. Um, right now I'm the, uh, the assistant race secretary at uh, Turfway Park. I'm the stakes coordinator at Keeneland. Uh, the paddock judge at uh, Churchill Downs, and uh, the uh, director of thoroughbred racing and racing secretary at Colonial Downs in uh, Virginia. I, I guess I guess a lot of people come to the races and don't understand what the uh, what we do in the racing office um, and what our you know what our what our goal is. I guess we're we're here to protect the the betting public, uh, the horsemen, the racetrack, the association, and the interest of the state. So we're sort of you know, here to look out for everybody's interest, but uh, you know, first and foremost, we're here to protect the public. Um, you know, during um, sort of a typ- typical day for us, we come in in the mornings, we uh, we take the entries for the races. You know, 48, 72 hours out, depending, <coughs> excuse me, on what uh, what schedule you're on. But um, and then we'll take the entries, we'll assign the post positions, we'll make sure uh, everybody's carrying the right weight, they're the right medication, um, owners and trainers are correct, and we'll. Um, you know, proof it and send it to the print shop. Then in the afternoons, we uh, work the races. So the, the placing judges work out of our office, the, uh, the identifier, um, stewards. So, you know, we're, we're, uh, that's sort of our, our day in the nutshell, I guess. So pretty much you're the big brother of racing. People see the horses come over, and they just know that the races are actually 
there, and the race one is already set. But you guys are the behind-the-scenes brain work that actually put it all together, which a lot of people, you know, they, they really didn't understand how that is. I've been there for the post-draws. I've been there, and I've watched you guys working frantically in the morning, hustling horses, and I don't think there's a tougher job because once we show up at 7 o'clock to watch the races, all the work has been done and preparation has been, uh, been put in place to actually create the racing for our, for our fans. Right. The, uh, you know, the, the mornings, it's sort of organized chaos. I mean, there's phones ringing off the hook. Your you know, agents are renting horses. They're trainers. You know, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty hectic at times, but uh, especially right now, the entries are so strong here right now that, uh, um, you know, we, we've, um, you know, it's 11 o'clock and phones are still ringing. So we like to, <laughs> like to draw by about 11, but just the entries have been so strong we haven't uh, really haven't been able to. So, so what you're saying is you can't go and you eat your lunch then? Exactly. Yet. It's a good problem <laughs> to have. I'm not complaining, believe me. That is a good thing. We're working on the Kentucky circuit, and as you were saying, you, you fill more than just one hat at different tracks, and also you mentioned Colonial Downs. You get to see some of the best runners and connections in the game. Can you tell us any of you see at Keeneland Churchill, Lane Zen at Turfway Park? You know what? I, I, I sort of get a kick out of, um, you know, I, I like to see the little guy. Uh, the guy with a you know ten fifteen twenty horse outfit uh, who gets lucky, gets a nice horse, steps up, wins a couple nice races. Um, a, a prime example is uh, Keith Kenman here this spring at uh, Turfway. Uh, won the uh, Bataglia with a filly named Absolutely uh, Cindy, and uh, you know he came back and he ran. I think he ran the first part of Churchill. I think and I think Grade Two down there ran third or fourth or something like that. But yes, he did. That's, that's sort of a a nice little treat where you see the little guy come in and uh, be able to compete against the you know the bigger players. Um, you know the fall stars at Keeneland in the fall. Um, you know that's always a treat. Um, we've got um, and the stars of tomorrow at, at Churchill. Those are those are fun. You get to see uh, you know hopefully next year's uh, three-year-old contenders. I mean Hal Wiggins, um, he won the I think the Goldenrod, um, and with Beethoven for uh, Johnny Ward. Um, you know, so, you know, you're sort of keeping track of those horses and, and uh, you know, seeing where they're going to end up in the spring. Working at Turfway Park, Tyler, and, and Turfway is the innovator, by the way, of the synthetic revolution. What is the feeling from the horsemen uh, stable to Turfway about the synthetic surface? Yeah, I, I think they're, they're behind it. I mean, you know, there's, um, you're always going to have somebody that's not happy with something you're doing, but uh, for the most part, I think uh, the horsemen are behind it, and I and, uh, think they've... Um, you know, the soundness of their horses has improved. Um, I think that, uh, you know, from a management's point of view also, I mean, there, there's a lot of days we would have lost due to weather, uh, you know, that frost freeze. Um, you know, in, in like Saturdays, for instance, the sun comes out to start, you know, the track freezes overnight, and um, the uh, the sun beats on in the mornings, and by, by post time it's, you know, it's starting to fall apart. Well, that, we don't have that problem anymore. There's, you know, who... Who knows how many countless days we've we've been able to save and race uh, because of the poly track. You know, I've been watching on TVG. I, I love to watch Turfway, and I and TVG does a remarkable job of picking you guys up, and they give you a whole lot of exposure. I was watching the sixth race in particular, Majestic Spirit. Out of the 12-hole, Brandon Meyer, I believe from Chicago, son of Randall Meyer. The track looks to be playing very fair. I mean, I, I haven't seen a bias as of yet. No, I think we had, uh, what, we had a 14 win earlier tonight, I think, from the outside. I mean, it's... I, you know, I think it's uh, it's about as fair as you can get them. You know, with with the new surface, it's almost like running 
on uh, on a multi-lane highway. It's flat. It is no longer uh, the rail has a, a tremendous bias. The outside is uh, is cursed. It's actually the best horse actually has the best chance. Oh yeah, we we lost that big crown um, when they put this track in, and you know I I really like I say we've uh, had nothing but positive feedback from horsemen. Well, as, as I've heard many horsemen on, on both sides of the fence that uh, they say their horses train well, and you're able to actually train year-round a turf way. Oh, yeah. We've, uh, we've been out the last two, maybe three summers. Um, so get local guys have been able to uh, stay here and not have to you know, go out of town. They'll, they'll ship to you know, do their summer racing, but uh, you know, be able to have a home base anyways. You know, that, that has to be kind of nice. I mean, a lot of times racing can be a lot of traveling, a lot of transient, this and that, I'm here this meet, I'm here that meet. But when you call Turfway Park your home base and you can actually stable there, you know what you expect, and you know the track is going to be fast every day, and you know it's kinder to your horses. I've seen so many that have trained so well. You know, on, on the dirt surface, you know, they may not be hitting all, all cylinders. They get on the poly or the synthetic or the cushion or the pro ride, and they tend to tighten up a little bit from what I'm seeing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, like I say, we've, uh, you know, we've had guys that come in here with, uh, with, with sore horses and, and be able to turn around and, and uh, you know, they've been sound in a matter of weeks um, training on the poly track. So. That definitely is a plus. Hey, Turfway Park kicked off their winter spring meet on Sunday, November 30th. What are some of the highlights of the meet that our listeners can listen up to and more so wager on? Uh, well, let's see. We've got... Um, Actually, we've got um, basically fields are just amazing right now. Field sizes that's gr- that is roof. great for the betting public for to have large field sizes. And we've had we've had some pretty good payoffs, and um, you know they've been pretty competitive. We've uh, first couple stakes have been full. We've had they've been I think there's been six or eight uh, stakes winners in each of those. Um, I think they've might have been a couple graded stakes winners in the in the second one, um, one that runs tomorrow, um, and uh, we've got the uh, the the preview, uh, our two-year-old stake, or actually our three-year-old stake, first of the year starts off our uh, our three-year-old series, and um, we go there, and then we go to the EBN, then the um, what the Taglia, and then uh, Lanes in and the Rushaway in March. So and then from there, it's it's just right around the corner is Keeneland, and then we're running for the roses. Exactly. So it's just you know it, you see it uh, you see them start off as uh, babies coming in early, and you see them progress, which is kind of a unique position to be in. I have to ask you this, a man who's worked in every capacity at the track, what advice would you give someone that's wanting to break into the game? Run away. <laughs> uh, I, I guess uh, I, I've sort of been fortunate because I've worked for guys that, uh, that wanted you to learn. Uh, that, that if you asked how something was done, they were going to make sure that you had the opportunity to learn how to do that job and, and get, the, get the whole picture. I guess my um, my... I'm trying to think here. The uh, best way to go about it is, is basically come in, observe, um, get familiar with every part of the game that you can, and see what you're drawn to most. Um, you know, you may want to uh, be on the backside working with the horses. You may want to be in, you know, in, in the front office in, in marketing or in the racing office, or maybe work for the state in a, in a regulatory capacity. Um, it's just a matter of you know coming out, getting the exposure and uh, seeing what part of the game that interests you. Sales might be, you know, um, you know farm work, things like that. But uh, You just got to kind of find your way you gotta find and, your uh, and break into the right people is what you're saying. And, uh, just trying to, you know, come out and, you know, 
do maybe do a ride along with a vet or something and see you know maybe a vet tech or you know uh, there's like I say the options are uh, are endless here. Well, Tyler, give us a quick recap of days that you're going to run in post time so we can definitely dial you up and know when winning ponies can start being handicapped with. Uh, let's see, through December, we're going to go Wednesday, Thursday, Friday evenings, uh, starting at 530, uh, weekends 110, and then uh, right after Christmas, we'll do a 10-day um, day racing span, and I think January 1st, I think we're coming back with day racing, um, 110, Wednesday, Thursday, and nights on Fridays, 530, and 110 on the weekends. Well, Tyler, thanks for, I I hate to run on this one, but I think you've given us more than the law will allow, and I know our listeners can't wait to get out to Turfway Park. Thanks for taking your time. It's been a pleasure chatting with you as always, and best of luck with your meet, my friend. All right, thank you. Good luck with the show. Thanks. All right, thank you, Tyler. All right, that's been Tyler Picklesheimer, one of the good guys in racing. Believe you me, you'll be hearing his name down the line as the years unfold. So stay tuned. We're going to come back to the next segment. We're going to be talking to them horses here on Winning Ponies. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You have a stroke. You may not even notice it right away. But then, time passes. And the symptoms get worse. One minute you feel fine, and the next, your speech could be slurred or not make sense. One side of your body might become numb. You might see double. You drop the TV remote because you can't hold up your arm. That's because, after a stroke, every minute you don't get help is another minute that your brain is being starved of oxygen. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face, arm, or leg, sudden trouble seeing, speaking, or understanding. If you experience any of these warning signs, call 911 immediately, because time lost is brain lost. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of Horstradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry, let winningponies.com make some money for you. The opening kickoff is a beauty. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports you're tuned in to winning ponies with your host ed meyer got a tip for us need a tip from us if you want to talk with ed or his guests the phone lines are now open toll free at 1-888-346-9144 that's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. 
Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back once again to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer, your host, here each and every Thursday, 8 Eastern Time, 5 Pacific. All you have to do is just dial us up, or better off, dial up www.winningponies.com and check it out for yourself. It's very easy to use. It's very competitive. It's a state-of-the-art horse racing system, and I think you're going to find it very easy to use. That is winningponies.com. This part of the show, we like to hear from you if you have any opinions. I definitely want to hear some hot horses. I definitely want to hear some real handicapping. I know it's a little early for the weekend, but it's never too early to start. So you can dial us up at 1-888-346-9144. Once again, 1-888-346-9144. And in this segment, I'm also going to have a professional handicapper. Now, everybody says, I'm a professional handicapper. This is somebody that can turn it on and they turn a consistent profit. They actually, they're, they're measured, they wait their time, they, they can skip days that uh, they really don't like anything and they really start looking for that. And that's my friend Dangerous Dan. Now, Dangerous Dan is the man. He can really make things happen. I've been handicapping with him for quite some time and this guy has turned me on to a lot of, a lot of plays that normally I would have probably skipped over. But he's kind of, you know, kind of tossed me in that direction. And one thing I've kind of got him on is to play in a contest a little more. This is big-time contest season because everybody is chasing Las Vegas at this time. We have the NTRA contest held at the Red Rock Casino, and we also have the Horse Player World Series held at the Orleans. So at different tracks, they have them online. All you have to do is just keep your eyes and ears open where the handicapping contests are, and that's how you actually qualify. I got lucky enough in 2004, and I won a $20,000 handicapping contest at Churchill Downs, and I made my way out to Las Vegas, and there is no feeling like it. I mean, you felt like you were part of the Yankees when they won the World Series. You felt like you had just kicked the winning field goal. You were out there with 200 of the best handicappers in the nation, and, you know, it was a whole lot of fun. And I have to say, I've qualified some, but, you know, I haven't been able to kick it back off. I play when I can, and I advise you to do the same. So my man, Dangerous Dan, is going to be calling in. He's going to be giving out some, uh, some plays. And this weekend coming up on December 6th, and we have at Aqueduct, we have the Garland of Roses Handicap. At Fairgrounds, we have the Pago Hop Stakes. Now, where they came up with that, I don't know. I, I think Pago Hop actually is buried in the infield. The Golden Gate Fields Pacific Heights Stakes, Calder, the Tropical Turf Handicap, and the My Charmer Handicap. Also, uh, let's see, we have it at Hawthorne. We have the, the Pat Whitworth Illinois Debutante, Hollywood Park, the Hollywood Park Turf Cup, Native Diver Handicap, and from Japan, the Japan Turf Cup. I mean, it's really nice. Good racing, good solid racing. Turf Paradise, Queen of the Green Handicap, the Hank Mills Senior Handicap, in a turfway park where Tyler Picklesheimer holds sway, we have the My Charmer handicap. So this is just a little bit on Saturday that you can dig up on winningponies.com and take a look at, and you can start downloading what you want. As I said before, they're not just sticklers for one track, one circuit, a few races. They cover all the tracks that you love to play and all the tracks that you want to hear about. And talking about somebody you want to hear about, I have to give props to this guy. Julian Leperu. The Julian Leperu broke a 23-year-old Churchill Downs record for wins in a fall meet on November 28th when he rode just like William 
and he won by a head in the third race for his 56th victory, victories of the meet. In the second race, Le Peru won Calabria to tie the mark set by Hall of, Rain, Hall of Fame rider Pat Day in 85 when he rode 55 winners in a 30-day meet. That was incredible. And Day rode an average of 1.8 winners that day for that meet. That's, that's smoking hot. That is smoking hot. Le Peru was winning at 29.2%. That was something to be said for itself. This young Frenchman is double tough. And it was a chain reaction. He rides mainly for Mike Maker at Churchill Downs. He rides for many people, but he did a lot of his winning for Mike Maker, who broke the record for wins by a trainer at the fall meet with 29 that went all the way up through November 28th. And Ken and Sarah Ramsey again. And you've heard their name many, many times in racing, and they broke a record as well. The Ramsey set a record for wins by owners at Churchill Downs with 24 all the way to the end of the meet. And, and this is what I like. <laughs> I like about the Frenchman here. They caught him out, and they were talking to him. And it was a it was a gentleman from Louisville, and he said, "What's funny about this is, you know, he never really thought about it." So okay, Julian Leperu just doing his job day in and day out, and a guy comes up to him, and he's a very nice man. He says, "Just don't beat him because we love Pat Day over here. Can you just tie it?" Don't beat him. I mean, I think it's kind of funny that, uh, you know, just hang on, just, just kind of tie the great Pat Day. But uh, Julian Leperu, he knocked it down. His name is etched in the history books. And you know what he goes for? Ten days in Hawaii. He's going over with a friend before he starts riding at Gulfstream Park in Florida. So Julian Leperu, he's not a name that uh, is new on the circuit by any means, but Julian Leperu can get the job done. Also, the... Uh, I, I like to call him the California kid as uh, Rafael Bejarano. He started in Kentucky. He went to New York. You're going to see this guy everywhere and anywhere. He really gets the job done. And, and, and you talk about a money rider. He's one of the best ones actually out there going that I've actually seen. So these two guys are the up-and-coming stars that we're going to be seeing etched in the, etched, etched in the history books for, for today, tomorrow, and the, everything in between. Okay, last segment, we were talking a little bit about uh, with Tyler Picklesheimer about what goes in to the races. We've also talked about what the babies were doing. And, you know, the babies are something that we really need to start watching because we are right around the corner from the first part of the year, and handicapping is at its zenith right now. So you're not going to want to get away, and you're not going to want to turn your head. And speaking about not turning your head, my man Dangerous Dan is on the line. Let's talk to Dangerous Dan because I know he's got some winners. Dan, good evening. How you doing? Good evening, Ed. How are you doing tonight? We are doing great. We're talking winning ponies. We're talking horses. And I'm talking about my main Dangerous Dan, the winning man, who's actually going to give us some power plays. You want to go fairground, turfway, or Hollywood first? You know, how can I tell a guy that, that can actually make it happen? You choose, my friend. You let's choose. Go, let's go to fairground first, Ed. Uh, okay. About a mile on the turf, the ninth of fairgrounds is the Pego Hop $60,000 turf mile. Um, I love a horse in here, the High Surf, um, owned by Overbrook, trained by Dallas Stewart. If you look at the breeding on this horse, this horse is not bred to be good. This horse is bred to be great. Stormcat, out of the Seattle Slough mare. Uh, we may have heard of this horse, Surfside. I think I have. Yeah, I, I actually think I have heard of Surfside, Dan. Yeah, the horse uh, last time out found, his, I think she found her niche, uh, going a mile and eighth on the turf at Churchill. Uh, first time on the turf, and uh, won by a length. 
looked like uh, she did it kind of, kind of really easily. It was a three-wide move, just, and DeSormo just kind of held, it, held her together. Jesus Castanon is picking up the mount. I look for this horse to improve off that effort and run big on Saturday. You know, Dan, I'm, I'm looking at your high surf. I love three off of a layoff. You've got a mile and an eighth on the turf, wins handily, and uh, also Flaming Slough, who this Philly beat, actually came back and won. But I kept looking at the, the four Scalara. Pat Valenzuela is coming back to fairgrounds. I, now, from what we understand, he's over the flu, he's over the, uh, the, uh, the midseason mocus, but he's back. He's also three off of a layoff, and he's dropping from graded company from a grade two Miss Revere, where he ran a very nice race at Churchill uh, for, for Billy Mott, into the Pago Hop, the ninth race at Fairgrounds. Did you uh, use him in any part of your exactus? Oh, of course. I also used um, Rose, Rose of Killarney, uh, horses, uh, proud citizen, Billy, uh, El Prado Mare, um, definitely bred for the grass. Uh, seems to is one for one at Fairgrounds. Uh, looks looks pretty good underneath. Uh, you, you, what I would do, I would take high surf's going to be, tw- I think the morning line is 12 to 1. I, I would box high surf, Scalara, and high surf, and Rose of Killarney if you want to make some money. I think this horse is, if you're going to get a price on high surf, I think it's this weekend. I think after she wins this weekend, you're going to see 3 to 5, maybe even 2 to 1. That's about the best you're going to get out of her after she wins this weekend. I think we ought to throw a little win and place money there, 12 to 1? Oh, definitely. Okay, let's go to the 11th race at Turfway, and we got the mile and a sixteen fifty thousand dollars My Charmer Sakes at Turfway Park. Yeah, Tyler uh, touched on this earlier. Um, absolutely, Cindy won the John Battaglia Memorial Memorial last year against the boys. Um, she's hooked quite a few good horses. I'm going to try to beat her. Eight to the Croft, the two, is really improving. Um, looks like she's in the best form right now. She just won a money allowance at Churchill on a mile and 16. She actually was the middle leg of a pick three I hit that day. Um, she pretty much kept the task. She got a Brandon Meyer, the apprentice, uh, Randall Meyer's son, like you spoke of earlier, in the irons. This horse has run, I mean, last year you thought this filly was going to was gonna be one of the favorites for the Breeders' Cup Juveniles. Ended up going off 12-1 to 1 and running way up the track after finishing second in Alcibiades. This this filly to me looks like it's either the fast track or this horse is in form. She um, has had five starts on synthetic. She's never won, but she's got a second and two thirds. Another horse she might want to throw underneath, um, other than absolutely Cindy, is the twelve altered state, ridden by Bill Trollo, trained by George Arnold. Horse looks in form, just coming out of a money allowance on the turf at Churchill as well. Um, went off eleven to one that day and. Close from 12 links back to win by a length and a half. Horse may take to the synthetic. He's had four starts, has two wins. Um, has one start at Turfway, one win. So maybe horse for course. I kind of like your picks as always, Dan. I mean, I have to pay heed here. And But, you know, there was something that I was taking a look at was uh, Kiss with a Twist. Miguel Mena for Jose Fernandez, one for two in the money at Turfway Park. And two wins from four starts on the all-weather, which is the synthetic surface. I like the turf to the poly angle, dropping from grade three into a $50,000 race. Ran a middle move race, which actually had the lead and just kind of got a little leg weary at the end. I didn't know if you actually took a look at Kiss with a Twist. Oh, of course I did. The thing that, that I, I, I really don't didn't like about her running style, she's a little closer to the pace. If you notice, a lot of these races at Turfway, I've been, I've been watching them, they're closing from the four and five path a little bit. Um, 
I seen a horse last night. It was a cheap claimer, but they ran a 25 opening quarter, and the horse finished, I think, fourth. And and was a, it was a decent claimer. And these horses are closing. I mean, these are you know these horses running the My Charmer are decent silly. Um, you know, Ken McPeak, I believe, has Ada Croft cranked and ready to go. I, I'll, I'll be surprised if she gets beat Saturday. That I like to hear, Danger Stan. Danger Stan, you want to hang on and we'll handicap the last part in the last segment? Sure will. All right. Okay, so stay tuned to winningponies.com. This is Ed Myron with Danger Stan. We're going to be talking more horses, so stay tuned for more action. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. And they're off! What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of Horstradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry, let winningponies.com make some money for you. When you have a stroke, you may not even notice it right away. But then, time passes, and the symptoms get worse. One minute you feel fine, and the next, your speech could be slurred or not make sense. One side of your body might become numb. You might see double. You drop the TV remote because you can't hold up your arm. That's because, after a stroke, every minute you don't get help is another minute that your brain is being starved of oxygen. The warning signs of a stroke include sudden numbness or weakness of the face, arm, or leg, sudden trouble seeing, speaking, or understanding. If you experience any of these warning signs, call 911 immediately, because time lost is brain lost. Visit strokeassociation.org or call 1-888-4-STROKE today. A public service announcement from the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports you're tuned in to winning ponies with your host ed meyer got a tip for us need a tip from us if you want to talk with ed or his guests the phone lines are now open toll free at 1-888-346-9144 that's 1-888-346-9144 or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com now back to winning ponies with ed meyer and welcome back once again to winning ponies i'm ed meyer our final segment here, we are talking with our good friend, Dangerous Dan. Danny, how's it going? We're doing well, Ed. We're doing very well. All right. You got two in the bag, and you promised me three. Now, I've already etched it down, and I know some of our listeners are etching down because they've got to get used to Dangerous Dan. And you know what? Once they start seeing these picks and once they start comparing them with winning ponies, they are going to be sold on you. Oh, and by the way, you mentioned Brandon Meyer. I've been watching TVG here. I've seen Brandon Meyer take down a deuce thus far. This, it, guy, could, this guy could ride. Three-bagger before the night's over. <laughs> there we go. You heard it from Dangerous Dan. Okay, Danny, lay us on the next hot tip. This is, my, this is my, my, probably my best play of, of the day on Saturday. 
uh, the eighth race at Hollywood, the Hollywood Turf Cup, the Grade One, uh, $250,000 for three-year-olds and upward. I love Champ Elises. Champ Elises. Robert Frankel, uh, Judmont Farm, owned and bred this horse. Um, you're getting Jillian Leperot. This is the only horse in the race, I believe, it's really putting together a string of 100 buyers. Uh, probably a short price. The horse I'm going to hook with him is Church Service, who ran in the Breeders' Cup Marathon. Uh, was second by head that day to Muhawk. And you're getting Bayerano in the irons. I believe it's going to be a short price, but this is going to be a good race. I'll give you a horse not to bet in this race. For you listeners who are new to this game, do not bet Summer Survivor. Summer Survivor is a $5,000 claimer that they're trying to get into a to win a grade one off of a $64,000 stakes race. He's you know, awfully so, cheap, isn't he? <laughs> well, it was claimed from Sid and Jenny Craig and Dick Van Patten. You know, oh, eight oh, is oh, enough, but eight news, ain't going to be enough here. He's turf play, Brandon Meyer, by the way. Did he? You, you were right. So that's a three-bagger for Brandon Meyer that I've seen. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> had, had, had to give you your breaking news. You were right. He did ride a three-bagger. Uh, do not bet Summer Survivor uh, for the people listening. Uh, don't waste your money. I, I'm really surprised he's even in this race. Uh, maybe a filler. Um, but Champ Elise's, I, be, I believe, is uh, the horse that's definitely going to be the one to beat. I don't, I don't see him getting beat on Saturday. You know, Dan, uh, I was out at the Breeders' Cup, and it was a Breeders' Cup Classic, and that was on the the uh, pro-ride surface. It wasn't on the turf. This was going to be a mile and a half on the turf, a Hollywood Turf Cup Grade 1. Uh, and, and I'm going to play the poly track, or excuse me, uh, pro-ride surface. We'll just call it synthetic. To the to the turf, which I think is going to be a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of difference here for Champelisi's. Bobby Frankel is the trainer. He wins twenty percent of his turf search, which is incredible. And Julian Leperu, I think I may have put a little bit of too much weight on his back. I gave him a lot of kudos for destroying the record down at Churchill. I was I was at uh, Turfway that day, and it got to the point where I I, I was afraid not to bet him after so long. And uh, it was just amazing watching one. I believe it was on, uh, uh, was it Election Day? Uh, no, it was, yeah, uh, I believe so. Well, well, excuse me. They finished up at the end of the meet on the 28th, but when he actually broke the record, is that what you're referring to? Yeah, the seven-win day. I believe it was on Veterans Oh, yes, the seven-win day. I mean, they, you know, that's something that uh, you can get tattooed on the inside of your arm. I mean, that doesn't happen very often. Yeah, I think Pat Day was the only one to ever do it there besides Jillian. You know, I, I like Champ Elise's, Dan. I, I like Julian Lamperu, and I like Bobby Frankel, the way they team up together. And they're 40% in the money in the last five, uh, last five times in the last 60 days. I like the move back to the turf. I think uh, the Breeders' Cup Classic finished uh, eighth by five and a quarter lengths behind Ravens Pass, Henry the Navigator, and Tiago. Swung wide. I actually saw no bid that day. But I like, uh, I like Frenchie here's Julian Lamperu. And uh, there was somebody that I actually was taking a peek at, but I needed uh, needed a little bit of advice of maybe what during dangerous Dan did you maybe overlook Winchester, Pat Smullen, and Dermot Weld? When this guy comes to the U.S., he comes for the money. Yeah, um, one race um, since August. It was uh, the British Cup Turf, uh, seventh by twelve that day. Theatrical horse. Uh, give him one. I, I think Champ Elise's is. is it's the real deal. The one thing too is there was a there was a pretty good horse that ran fourth in that Breeders' Cup Classic named Curlin. This horse was not that far behind him. 
I think I've heard of Curlin before. Yeah, I, th- I think so, too. <laughs> I, th- I think we've all heard of Curlin this year. And uh, so, okay, Dangerous Dan, recap them real quick, the races and who to play, real quick. Okay. The, uh, at Fairgrounds in the ninth race, you want to play high surf at 12-1. to 1. You want to use Rose of Killarney with him and Scalaro. And the eighth at Hollywood, we'll go with Champ, Champs Elysees with church service. I would play it straight. I, I, I don't think Champs Elysees is going to get beat. And in the 11th at Turfway, the My Charmer, go with Ada the Croft, who's improving, seems to be fit. Use Absolutely Cindy and use the 12. Hold on, it escaped me a second here. Use George Arnold's horse, the 12, which I will have for you in one second. Altered State, second and third. And Ada the Croft should improve. Should I, I think she's going to be tough to beat on Saturday. Sounds good to me. Dangerous Dan, thanks for your selections. Thanks for being with us here on the inaugural show of winningponies.com. Thanks, Ed. Thank you, Danny. That's been Dangerous Dan, the handicapping man. And speaking of power plays, I'm going to give out a few of my own here. We're going to start with a little bit tomorrow. We're going to start a weekend a little bit early. We're going to go the ninth race at Turfway Park tomorrow. Take a look at the two fancy diamond Rex Stokes, Mike Maker, who set the record down at Churchill Downs. Ran for $50,000 last time out. Tomorrow in for 32.5. Turf to dirt. They say the turf runners are doing very well on the poly. Opening up at 8 to 5, but I still think that uh, Rex Stokes is going to be up a little higher. You might even see 2 to 1 here. A beaten favorite last time out. And Mike Maker comes back to win 24% of the time. So in the ninth race of Turfway tomorrow, I love Fancy Diamond looking really, really good. And then in the seventh race at Hollywood tomorrow, Seventh at Hollywood, six furlongs on the turf. I love Banner Lodge looking really good. Mike Smith for John Sadler just pulled up a little bit short last time out, was closing like gangbusters, splitting foes, and just got beat three-quarters of a length. And Banner Lodge looks really good for John Sadler. These guys are winning 24% together. And then we go to Saturday, and I'm going to give you the fifth at Hollywood, a claiming $32,000 race on the turf. I like new export. Jose Valdivia for Bobby Frankel. Jose Valdivia can ride on the turf. He was born for the turf. This guy can really get it done. Third off of a layoff, third time off of a layoff rest. Bobby Frankel is 55% of the time in the money, dropping in class from 40000 down to 32000 And Frankel only wins 12% of the time, but 53% in the money. So you got to love that. you got to love the angle. I love the beaten favorite angle. So in the fifth race at Hollywood on Saturday, take a look at the two new export. And then in the sixth race, the mile and eighth native diver on Saturday. I like the speedster past the point. Really looking good. Rafael Bayorado for Owen Hardy. In the last 60 days, these guys are winning 56% of the time together. Well, time flies when you're talking horses. So you're going to want to check out winningponies.com by www.winningponies.com. Dot com, and I think you're going to be very pleased at the easy-to-use, state-of-the-art, all-purpose, all-purpose handicapped materials that you're going to get from winningponies.com. We'd like to thank you for tuning in for our inaugural show. It has been a pleasure. We'll be here each and every Thursday, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. Once again, I'm Ed Meyer, and may all your winners be many and your photos be few.
Thanks for listening to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. We know the information from today's show will help you at the next post. Keep listening for more next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Thank you.